Hello and welcome everyone. Once again, it's time to talk some sports and we've got some sports to talk with you. I'm Jason. This is Paul. How's it going, guys? And that's Ben. How's it going, everybody? And we're talking sports. We've got a bunch of stuff. We got the uh, NCAA March tournament just wrapped up this past weekend. We've got hockey. We got baseball, spring training. We've got uh, NBA playoffs coming up. Wally, take us away. What happened this week? All right. Uh, we have, like you just said, Jason, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We're, but we're going to start with, uh, we'll start with the women's wrap up of the tournament. Uh, LSU, uh, historic 102 to 85 win against uh, Caitlin Clark's Iowa team. Uh, LSU, I believe the the number was uh, seven for eleven from three. They went in the first half. Uh, never really looked back. Ellis or uh, Iowa made it a little bit of game in the uh, second half, and then uh, a double foul on Caitlin Clark uh, with about. I believe it was six minutes to go in the game. Uh, they had it down to six, I think it was, and then took over from there. But LSU historic uh, shooting night. Uh, Caitlin Clark did everything she could, but LS, I mean, that LSU team, wow. Wow, were they good. And then uh, to... Uh, going back a little bit, uh, Caitlin Clark against uh, the South Carolina team that was on a 44-game winning streak in the semifinals, put up another 40-point game, uh, eight assists, six rebounds. Uh, historic tournament tournament for Caitlin Clark uh, broke, like I said, the South Carolina overwhelming favorite going in. Uh, 44-game win streak. Their seniors lost. Their senior class lost uh, 10 games in four years. Uh, UConn-like. Uh, ben, we'll start with you. What what does what this say about the women's game? I mean, this is the first time I've actually sat down and watched every second of both women's semifinals. I know that might sound bad to some people, but I I was I was intrigued all the way. And what does it say about the women's game, where it's going? This LSU team, Caitlin Clark, where do you want to start with this, Ben? Um, well again, I feel I feel like this women's tournament was just as crazy as the men's, you know, like uh, there's you, you thought that South Carolina wasn't going to be the top dog all the way through, not looking back, going to win the whole thing, undefeated, and then, you know, they don't even make it to the championship. It's crazy, you know, like, <laughs> that's crazy right there because we all thought that. So, again, just that on top of, like, 
so many number one seeds, UConn going down, you know, like all that, which is just, you know, weird to see in a tournament, um, in a women's tournament. Like it was, I thought it was, you know, it's probably one of the craziest women's tournaments of all time. And then you get, you know, LSU and Iowa in that championship game. And again, in a way, I guarantee, you know, people had Caitlin Clark and the Hawkeyes going in there and putting up a fight and pulling it off, kind of having that, that you know, amazing season she's had, um, you know, unreal. Um, and then, but LSU just comes out and just, you know, shoots the lights out and just dominates and, and just you know, wins. And I know Coach Kim said she came to LSU and she sees all these conference banners up there, but she didn't see a national championship. And was it four years later, five years later, she's got one. So. And that team's going to stick around, it sounds like, too, for the most part. Uh, so they'll probably be just up there next year, too, competing. Um, so I think uh, for women's basketball, it's, again, just another step in the spotlight. Um, it's just as popular as the men's this year, I, I feel like. Um, I've even seen some, like, you know, things, ratings and whatnot saying it was, you know, it's worth this year is worth just as much as the men's and it should always be, but you know, it's just, it's the product is there and you got to watch, you got to tune in. It's, 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 it's great basketball. So uh, amazing tournament. Kudos to the Tigers of LSU. And uh, again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year in the women's side as well on top of the men. So really good basketball all around. Yeah. I mean, yeah, South Carolina looked like we we all picked them. We all said they were going to just roll through. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I mean, they got to the final four. Caitlin Clark, man. Oh, oh my god! And she still scored thirty in that game, in that last championship game. It's mm-hmm. not like she took a you know took a dive and like couldn't play, or, and they shut her down or something. She still scored thirty one points, like. So with all the, I mean, all this trash talking stuff everybody's yeah. getting on now, like people are going super hard on that, and it's nuts. People calling uh, Ms. Reese from LSU, calling her names and stuff for that is ridiculous. For one, like bunch of Kalen was Kalen did the same thing after yes. both the Louisville game and the South Carolina. Game. Yeah, that's how think, the. So. That's how you and that's play. the game. Yeah, that's the game. Yeah, and so it, it it just it it looked so bad. Like the initial thing, like the next morning, I'm looking at Twitter, and I'm seeing people call her name. Like at first, I saw like all these spotlights on her, you know, doing the gesture and the can't see me and the ring thing, and and I'm like, hey man, like for one. My initial thought was, look, she still scored 30 points. I don't know how much how much shit you should be talking. She still dropped 30 on you guys. Some of those three shoes dropped. Incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, LSU, they were a better team that night, a much better team that night. I mean, but she still balled out. <sighs> shit, I mean, still, Angel Reese, double-double, played great, you know, all that. But the other thing, then I started to see more and more of what was going on online. And I'm like, I'm seeing a bunch of like 45 year old white dudes 
You can call, just stop right there. Calling this <laughs> four stop twenty right there, Jason. Calling this twenty year old girl names. Like I'm just like, what is that's a bad look. What are you guys doing? Like leave La- her alone, live from the, in front of man. the New York courthouse. So we'll do a little different direction <laughs> another time. So it's like lay off. Wow. Like can you be any more like old in like irrelevant dudes swinging your fists at at youth young people like it's just <laughs> on the internet right oh god so tough <sighs> it's yeah. just so gross the yes. whole thing just got way overblown like it's kids talking shit playing ball like what i don't know it <laughs> so it was kind of kind of soured the whole thing like the the aftermath of what was just some you know some competitive turnabout turned into this whole thing and it's just i don't know my my thought on that jason was i i i agree with you i i think the the aftermath of it just kind of kind of soured the whole like this was an amazing women's tournament. It was mm-hmm. awesome for the women's game. I, I haven't seen the final ratings, but I would not be surprised if that women's final had a better rating than the men's final. I mean that if I, I know for a fact that women's final was the most watched women's college game of all time. So yeah, I mean, I just the, the aftermath of it was wasn't deserved. I feel like, and yeah, girls, young girls are gonna trash talk, just like young guys trash talk all the time, and no one says a word about it. It to me, it's kind of sour the whole thing. But getting back to the basketball aspect, it was just an amazing tournament. LSU deserving champion champions. They looked incredible that night or that afternoon i should say and just a really fun tournament uh going on to the men's side for all the craziness and we did a whole episode last week about just how fun this tournament has been the one thing we were missing was a true buzzer beater and we sure got that in the semis between, I mean, Florida Atlantic, I, I thought they were winning that game. They were up, what was it, 15-16 at one point in the second half against San Diego State. And San Diego State, to their credit, came back, hit the game-winning, literally game-winning shot at the buzzer. Another incredible game. And then... UConn took up Miami and San Diego State. They were like, UConn looked at San Diego State and they were like, well, we're just going to do the same thing we've done to you that we've done this whole tournament. I mean, yep. they won 121 point differential in six games. Yeah, all their game, all their wins were by double digits. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, get us started on the men's side here. Well, you know, UConn did what everybody said UConn was going to do, and I didn't really believe them. 
to be honest. <laughs> Everyone's like, watch you, Connor. Like, ah. I, I think I had him losing to uh, Kansas or something. You know, win two games and go out. And here they go. Miami gets in, gets past. I mean, they played. They played really well. They get past some, some teams that upset others. And I, I thought they had a pretty easy path in there. UConn kind of put them, put Miami where they belong. That buzzer beater with San Diego State. Oh my God, I was so worried that like because I picked San Diego State to win last week. If you guys recall. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> uh, only one with any the the balls to bet against uh, the odds. Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, too great. Never bet, never bet with Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's well. He didn't know. He fair. picked that after Jason yeah. never did it. So he was copying Jason when yeah. he was listening to the podcast yeah. earlier that week. That yeah. makes sense. That does make sense. Chuck. What's up, Chuck? Stealing my picks. <laughs> Hey, it's his money to lose, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I was real nervous <laughs> during that uh, San Diego versus FDA, FAU game. They pull it off. Oh man, this dude! I heard some stat on—I believe it was on uh, Dan Patrick, or maybe it was Rich Eisen—that the dude had shot ten. Uh, two-point jumpers all season and made one of them. Yes. And, like, that was, like, basically <laughs> his, his second, or I, I believe that might have been his second. Two for 11. Yeah, he's two for 11 now yeah. on two-point jump shots. <laughs> like, what? And it, like, imagine, like, cl- so clearly that's not the guy you wrote up to take that shot either. You don't write up that play for your one for 10 dude to take the shot so i mean coach has got to be losing his mind watching him like oh my god what is what is happening no 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 and then he just nails it like like fading to the side too oh man it was such it was a nice a, looking shot Ugh. it was a beautiful shot mm-hmm. oh my god i mean J- jason i think ben you've played basketball in your past i never have but i mean it was, it was a, just a beautiful shot. And did you guys see the replay of how close he came to stepping on the line? Mm-mm, I didn't see that. His shoe was literally. Yeah, you can barely tell. A millimeter away from the line. <laughs> it's like one of those where, like on Monday Night Football, where they have the white shoes and the white chalk, and you're like, you can't Ooh, tell. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's basically that again. And you're just like, I'm glad I'm not making that call. It's like KD you know, like, with his size two big shoes. Yeah. Bucks. <laughs> yeah. But to your point, you know, well, oh, yeah. And then San Diego State goes on to get destroyed by UConn. Just like you said, like UConn just did whatever they wanted this tournament. They just did whatever yeah. they wanted. Nobody could stop them from doing what they wanted to do. <sighs> I mean, look at what they did to Gonzaga. And that's like a... a <sighs> You're not supposed to be able to do those types of things to a Gonzaga team. Like they're supposed to be solid fundamentals. They had seniors on that team. You're not supposed to be able to do that. And they're just like, no. UConn's like, nope. We ball and we ball our way. 
and that's what they that's what they did but to the kind of the point you made earlier with the women's side being the most watched uh women's championship of all time it was with uh at, I guess at one point it was about 12 million views, 12 million viewers across multiple devices, according to uh, the New York Post, who probably poached that from something else. No. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, according to The Athletic here, the, uh, the men's game drew 14.69 million viewers, which... It's only two million or so more than the peak women's viewership, which isn't a lot when you're talking about a dozen, you know, million. And this was the least watched men's championship of all time, uh, down almost three million people from last year. Wow. Yeah. But I mean. If you think about it, UNC wasn't even in this tournament. Duke didn't go anywhere. UNC you know, said we're not going to be in any tournament yeah, this year. Exactly. Just forget it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not playing. A spit on you. your tournament. Yeah, you didn't. You know, Kansas went out early. You know, you've the got bloods. these blue bloods. Indiana either didn't. Indiana went out early. UCLA. Yep. Exactly. You've got. I mean, UConn, I guess, like UConn's... Well, they are a blue blood now, if you think about it. Technically, they won five. In the last, like, 20 years. years. Yeah, 25 years. Yep. So they're in, you know. And they they have some pretty good fanship. But, like, apparently not enough to make this the least cared about college championship game and people are probably time. just like still sleeping from the weeks before like i can't watch any more basketball right now it's too much and they're like no man championships happen and like you gotta watch it but uh yeah it was just yeah. it was weird yeah, Brett, little... Brett, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the final or in the final four I mean, yeah, it was phenomenal. I really wanted FAU to win just because to keep that Cinderella going. But again, what a way to, to lose, you know, like you know, last second buzzer beater to, you know, get you to the championship game, which is great. But I, it was so I watched watching that it was great, but really then watching the next game, watching UConn and Miami, right? You know, watching that game, I was just like, that shot doesn't mean anything because UConn is going to win. Like they are just so dominant. Like, so dominant. I couldn't believe, like, I mean, like, for San Diego State, it was like you scored their first 10 points, and then, like, they, I felt like they never scored again, you know, forever. I think they went on, like, an it, eight- or nine-minute drought. It was uh, for ten, field ten goals. and a half with a couple uh, free throws. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't care who you're playing. You're done, you know, like, <laughs> you're done in the championship game. It's, it's too hard to come back, and, like, uh, UConn just looked too tough i mean like i I, it was uh it was just one of those games where i was like you know i think sandy was they can have that defense and put them in their place and for that first couple minutes you thought ah maybe and then it just was all you got and well well, watch it watching the game when they went up i think it was 10 to 10 to 2 i think it was uh four minutes in and you had that thought like Hey, if they can get some baskets, maybe this 
can happen then UConn was like, no, no, no. We're we're just messing around. That's this is this is our title. Award. All right, everyone play with the hand you shoot with. <laughs> you know, shoot with this shoot with your shooting hand now. They're like, okay, coach. And boom, boom. It was just ridiculous. Everything was flying. And you know, I, I've heard I've heard some people saying that uh because of all the upsets of this tournament and because UConn was a four seed, which they should have been probably a two, if not a three seed. They dipped in the middle of the season a little bit, but they, they did not lose a non-conference game this all season, which is amazing to me. But people were saying that this is not a deserving team, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You play. That's what's great about this tournament. You play who's in front of you. You win six games and you're the champion. Yes, they didn't play a Kansas team. They didn't play a UCLA team. They didn't play a Duke team. They didn't play a an NC team. It doesn't matter. That's what's so fun about this tournament. And if you win your games by 20 points, okay, say you go up, uh, go up against this Kansas team. My prediction is they're still going to win by seven points, if not more. I mean, this UConn team was just so dominant this mm-hmm. year. It's, it was just incredible to watch. Uh, any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we move on to uh, some hockey talk here? Wrap right. up the tournament. You wrapped it up pretty well there, Waller. UConn's the favorite for next year, so we'll yep. see. Yep. Which means they're probably not going to make the tournament. No. That's how it goes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm joking, yeah. obviously. But All right. Uh Moving on to, we got uh, basketball and professional basketball, I should say, and uh, professional hockey wrapping up uh, within a week or so. Uh, Boston got to 60 wins. The Bruins got to 60 wins. Uh they are on pace to shatter both the points and wins record. Again, they had a little bit of a dip in January. I think they lost four out of five games, but they have 12 losses on the season. Four of those were in January. They have 125 points. They are 21 points clear of second place <laughs> sorry uh six, 16 points yeah clear yeah. of uh the carolina hurricanes historic season they're putting up maple leaves are right behind them austin matthews having a fantastic season uh edmonton with uh and vegas out west uh, having great season, the uh, Colorado Avalanche, who won the Lord Stanley's Cup last year, are in first place. Uh, in the Central Division. C- Central, yep. 
sorry, ha- hockey. Di- these hockey divisions are just weird to me. It's because they're they're new. They just uh, reformatted this a couple of years ago. I'm still getting used to it. But uh, Tampa Bay, who's always there, is right in the mix too. But uh, Ben, where do you want to p- put this Bruins team in context? Uh, I mean, obviously historic. And I will preface this with with saying the President Cup winner, which is the uh, basically winner of the regular season, recently historically does not win the Stanley Cup. Do you think the Bruins are in for a letdown, or do, do they just roll through this? I mean, obviously, the Stanley Cup seven game series anything can happen but where do you see this Bruins team going do you think they're going to have a letdown or uh, I honestly do not think they're going to have a letdown I think this is going to be one of those one of those rare times that it actually just goes from start to finish um, I know there's not many of them <clears throat> um, maybe like the Canadians in like the 70s or something had those and maybe the Red Wings in the 90s had maybe one of those happen but uh yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna happen. I mean, they're what I think they're are they eight points away from the record? Is that right? One thirty two is the record. I think they're one twenty five. So they yeah, one twenty five. Yep. I think the record is one thirty one. If I yeah, remember so, and they correctly, have, and if they have five, six game, five games left. Yeah, they five get seven games points. Left, yeah, yeah, to get seven points, points. It's gonna happen easily. Um, and they need what? Three wins to have the all-time win record, or like two wins and a tie, ties. Yeah, yeah, two wins and a tie. out of those five, and they're playing. I mean, they got Montreal as one of those. They're not doing well this year, you know. So they got some teams that they can easily beat to, to overtake them. I, I don't, I don't, barring injuries, I guess. Um, I feel like they are gonna just they're gonna roll through. I don't, I don't really see, you know, it's maybe a Colorado. Uh, Maybe a Tampa Bay, but I just don't have any confidence in them as I did other years because the Bruins have just they've they've outshined everybody. They've outshined you know this year and any other year, pretty much. So that's been unbelievable. What about you, Jason? Yeah, uh, dude, I'm the hockey man. Like, yeah. well, they're so far ahead. Like, if it's not like yeah. we're talking like, oh, they've got 110 points, and you know. They're strong, 115 points, real strong team. Yeah, yeah. No, they've got they're they're <laughs> 14 wins over their next best opponent in their division. You know, 10 more than anyone else in the league. That's ridiculous. Two more, like three more wins, and they get the record for wins. But they just win three of the next two, and they get the record for points for three of the next five. And they get the record for points and wins. That that's, I mean, there's close, and then there's like being ahead, and then there's just being like blue shell ahead. Yeah, I mean, who can say like <laughs> who who can say like we can take the last six games off of the season and still be in first place, right? And still break almost break records, mm-hmm. pretty much, or break a record. You know, like it's it, that is crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, I guess well, we, I, we all said the same stuff about South Carolina a couple of weeks, few weeks ago. 
But you know, yeah, I mean, it could be it could be the <laughs> Paul and I talking sports jinx and the Bruins <laughs> go flying down at some point. But hey, that's well, again, the risk, to, that's the risk you're gonna have to take. <laughs> again, to put this into context for you guys, they have a hundred and twenty point twenty goal differential. The next best in hockey is fifty four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Just, we talked about that before too, but it was it was even bigger than before. Absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. I again hockey is hockey and I love yeah, seven it, games is a lot of games. Seven games is a lot of games, mm-hmm. twenty eight games to win the championship, but th- I don't see this team slowing down. I really don't. I'm barring an injury. I you you're gonna need a goalie that's going to completely shut the, shut you down or you're going to need like an Austin Matthews or a Connor McDavid with Edmonton just i mean to to outscore them basically that's the only way they're losing this you i need you that's the thing is you need both of those things you need your goalie to shut them down and you need your <laughs> you know cuz even mm-hmm. if your goalie has a really good night you can't rely on him actually getting a shutout, you know. So you have to you have to both get good scoring and good goalie play four times out of seven. Like it's I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a tall order. That is a tall order. Yeah, I think boss. I don't. I don't see them completely dominating this playoff but i i would be surprised at the end if they're not uh holding lord stanley's cup i really would be uh i know i was kind of brief but anything else before we move on to a little baseball talk guys no we'll we'll start uh brewers lost in chicago opening day uh they are five and oh since then and we'll never uh, lose again. <laughs> <laughs> Their Damn. offense uh, started slow, was a little worrying. Uh, our buddy Joe, I think, uh, said that 15 or 16 innings in a row that they didn't score to start the season. Yeah. Uh, but after that, their offense bet on a tear. Uh, ben, get us started. Started with some Brewers talk, and then we'll get into uh, the rest of the league here. What are you seeing from the scene so far? Well, honestly, you know, opening day uh, in Chicago was kind of interesting just because I thought of more of a – again, looking at the starting lineup, there's three familiar faces out of the nine starters, you know, that we're going to be starting this year. So it was a big change. A lot of rookies, a lot of vets like Brian Anderson, Jesse Winker, you know, um, people like that we brought in, Luke Voigt. Um, but then, uh, you know, they, and then Saturday when Woody got out there, um, that was just, I mean, he did phenomenal. And ever since then, I mean, they have been phenomenal. Um, I mean, who's just the, again, who's the, who's the kid that hit the, uh, grand slam on Sunday? Oh, so Bryce Terang. Yeah, yeah. Bryce Terang. He's a rookie. So basically he's just like doing it you know, the way you're supposed to do it. Like. Get a single, get your first hit a single right away, your first at bat, 
And then like the next to back, get your first RBI, and then get your first steal, and then hit your first grand slam. And he's just doing it the way you're supposed to do it, right? <laughs> it's just so again, just unbelievable that that's happening. You got Joey Weimer, who's also a rookie center fielder, and he had a three run shot today and makes phenomenal catches and super fast. I mean, you got um, you got Mitchell, who uh, hit the the winning home run today. He's hit three home runs in the last two days. He's also only played 28 games in the pros, so all these young guys stepping up. And then you got, like, Brian Anderson, who leads the league in RBIs, second in home runs, second in batting average at 590. Um, you know, through five games or six games, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> um, yeah, they've just been great uh, for having zero runs in the first game and then now having 42 runs in the next five or something like that. And they just had nine home runs on this homestand. Back to back to back against Serger, uh, Matt Serger yesterday, uh, getting him out of the game. So yeah, it's, that, um, that was imp- that was impressive. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, for them to go back to back to back, and then the next inning, Brian Anderson and Mitchell went back to back again, which was pretty crazy. So back to back, double you know back to back innings, same players, unbelievable. And again, yeah, this, um, this is Scherzer we're talking about. So <laughs> this is Scherzer. This is uh, these are the Mets. These are the we're supposed to win the pennant this year, New York Mets. Um, and we, we you just know, swept they, them. <laughs> they swept them. And uh, I think it was, so the, it was, uh, the, the, it was 26 to six differential for runs last, those, these three games. So yeah, it, they've been just a, a big surprise. I feel like um, a, a team that looks really relaxed out there. looks like they're just about to have fun. I think it's just because like, there's always going to be expectations to make the playoffs, but you don't have an identity and they're finding their identity. It's not just the long ball. It's, it's everything. It's, it's the, it's stealing those bases. It's these little, you know, little, it's not a exit velocity. It's, it's, you know, where you put it, the finesse of it. So, and they've been doing it all. So it's been very cool seeing that. And uh, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. It's a, I think it's going to be a, a fun, surprising season for the Brewers. Um, Corbin Burns has been a little iffy his first two starts, but again, let's hope that just comes around and uh, our pitching rotation. You know, we need just as much as these these uh, new bats that we got. So I'm looking. For, I'm, I'm excited, and it's been a great first week. And you know, we have 156 more games to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> and again, again, that's that's the key point here. It's very early in the season. Uh, Jason, do you want to touch on uh, for a minute uh, the this pitch clock? Because I, I mean, these games are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The pace is exciting. Weird. Do, do you want to touch on that for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. This is the stuff baseball needs, man. They need to make this game easier to watch. I'm going to make like a really bad comparison here for a second, but hear me out. So there's this, I'm going to, there's this like uh, feud between the um, pickleball and tennis uh, communities, right? And part of it is that pickleball is getting all this rep. But if you watch pickleball, Compared to tennis on television, it is unwatchable. Whereas tennis, it's all about grace and speed and these 
you know, it's just like high speed, everything and reaction. And you're watching like the human body as a machine and pickleball. You're just watching some people play ping pong on like an oversized ping pong ball court. And it's really hard to watch. This is like, this is almost this bad. This is like the disparity watching baseball now with a pitch clock. It's like, oh my God, why weren't we doing this years ago? Why weren't we doing this years ago? They, they, I'm sure they said the same stuff about the shot clock in the NBA back in the 60s or whatever it is they instituted it. It's like, oh, no, it's going to speed up the game. Yeah, you're going to take away the, the tactical planning. Whatever, man. It made the game better, way better with a shot clock. It's the same concept. Get the stop this throw pitch and then take a lap around the mound. Be like, oh God, hot out here. Jesus Christ, stop that. Get out there and pitch a game. I love it. I think it's great, and I like that it's working. I really do. That's what yeah, I, I feel. I I agree. I think that's my biggest takeaway from this opening week. I guess we are now for a baseball is a the Brewers hot start, uh, and then the just how much more enjoyable these games are to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the timing is literally down a half hour of these games. Mm-hmm. We just had yeah. our first one hour and 57 minute game yesterday. The Marlins and the Reds or something like that. They had an under two hour game. Incredible. I mean, you're going, back to the, you're going back to the sixties to say that. Oh, I, I, mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I think they took their sweet time for a long time. We're always Matt, this is the only uh, sport that never would put a clock on anything, you know. It's just like, come on, <laughs> you can't Mark, just be like, let's start a game and see what happens, you know. Like, Mark Burley had part. some really, really, really fast games. He pitched a game with Ryan Frank. I I remember watching a thing about this, and now this is just uh, from NBC Sports. They they talked about it again. Mark Burley pitched a ninety nine minute game. One hour and 39 minutes. I think I do remember Jeez. that game. He, he always went out there and pitched like he didn't he didn't dick around. He was just like, give nope. me the ball. I'm pitching. Give me the ball. I'm pitching. I love that. And I guess Ryan Franklin was kind of the same. And they were like, I don't know if they agreed upon it ahead of time or it was just like an unspoken like, all right, we're doing this. Like, we're going to pitch the fastest game ever. And they just went out and an hour and 39 minutes. Oh my God! Best baseball game of all time. <laughs> yeah, and just the it's it's been a lot of fun to watch that. Uh, looking at this, looking at the standings again. This is early; it's not going to stand. But I love seeing St. Louis uh, in last place in the Central. Always fun. Uh, my other point, my other takeaway from the this very early season: the Rays are six and zero. Uh, they just the win Yanke- games, man. They just yeah. win games. Um, Aaron Judge, I wanted to touch on for a second because, uh, first at bat hits a home mm-hmm. run. Every everyone was kind of wondering whether he was going to be able to do this again. I mean, he's got two on the season, but his first at bat he hits a home run. It's, yeah. He ain't going nowhere. Dude's not slowing down. Nope. (laughs) Answered that question. Money, money, Uh, money, money. (laughs) 
he definitely got paid the money and oh, yeah. he is showing up. So, uh, t- so real, real quick, Tampa, uh, the Guardians, uh, the Rangers, who I had my high on. Uh, who did they sweep the first series? Uh, the Phil- Philly. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. They swept. Uh, Philly's one and five. Uh, slow start. Braves are leading the East. The Brewers are ahead. Dodgers, San Diego right behind them. Again, super early in the season, but uh, just some trends to watch for. Um, and I agree with you, Ben. I, 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 I'm having a blast watching this Brewers team, and I think they're going to be fun all the way through. And their pitching is there. Their offense is young. But I think they're going to get together, and I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch all season. Uh, any other thoughts, gentlemen, for early, early, early season baseball before we get to the big show here? No, let's get. No, we got plenty yeah, of baseball we got, coming up. Yeah, there's plenty of time to talk some baseball, but you know, there's not much time left in the NBA season. Let's get down into it. Let's talk some NBA and some playoffs coming up let's let's do it uh big show coming up jason you get us started this time uh bucks uh just clinched uh home field or home court throughout uh get us started where do you want to start with uh about five days left in the nba regular season here before the play-in tournament start us off here well i well, okay, I'll just start with the, the starkest thing. I've just been looking over the standings here. Cleveland is under 500 at home, or away from home. Which I didn't really realize. They're oh, 30, I'm just seeing that too, actually. Yeah, they're 19 and 21 away from home. They're like, And you can kind of see trends when you look at home away and, and all sorts of stats, and they all lie. But the Warriors, <laughs> you know, they, you can look at home away and conference records and see trends amongst the teams bundled together, like in the top three, you know, in the middle of the pack towards the bottom, you see like nobody in the bottoms won more than 20 games away from home or, you know, stuff like that. But like, yeah, the Cavaliers have this weird outlying thing where they won, they won 31 games at home, which is a lot, but they lost but they only, but they lost 21 games away from home. Like that's which, you know, top four team, top, the top six teams in the, in the East haven't lost 20 games away from home. So uh, that's curious to me. Cause like you asked me about the East, like what we're looking at here. And I mean, the Bucks Celtics Sixers, that hasn't changed in like a month and a half, if not longer. It feels like it's been like that all season, to be honest. Whereas, like, so the f- next thing I notice is the Cavs are a weird, weird team this way. So, you know, if it if nothing changes and, it, you know, they are three and a half games above the Knicks for the, for the four spot, and it doesn't look like they're going to get past the sixes. I mean, technically they could. Uh, that it it looks like that Cavs next series is pretty much locked in, and mm-hmm. it has kind of been on paper for about a month now. Yeah. Looking back at it, but uh, 
but like so, I just don't know what to think of that because the Knicks have a much more traditional home and away record. You know, they've got twenty three wins at home, twenty three wins away. You know, they they've pretty much they're very solid, but consistent either way. And won the won four of their last won their last four games, seven and three in the last ten. Could the you know Cavaliers? They're good at home, but all it takes is for the Knicks to steal one of those games. And then it's up to the Cavs to win a game in Madison Square Garden. And if that series is close, the longer it goes, the harder it's going to be for the Cavs to win at Madison Square Garden. They can't win a game six there. So, okay. It makes but the one it, thing you know. said that. The one thing you said in that sentence that that kept throwing me back is that Cleveland could win, is you kept saying Knicks, Knicks, Knicks. Yeah, okay, Knicks. yeah, they are they the are Knicks. Just a You're curse. right. They're a You're cursed right. team, so <laughs> that's the only thing I keep hearing is Knicks. I'm like, ooh, Cavaliers have a good chance then. I keep hearing the Knicks are going down there. But again, that, that at least that that's that that four versus five should be fun to watch. They, at least, they, they had no Alan, idea. They had Allen Houston. They went through the Allen Houston contract. They went through Latrell Sprewell. <laughs> the Knicks, I feel like, have paid their dues. Like they, I feel like the Knicks are. I mean, their owners. They're the Washington Commanders. Bag, that's yeah, the thing. It's, it's, that's, that's what it true. is. It's right now is that oh, the, right. they can't do anything unless that top. Until the Al Davis dies, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, you know, like you got to wait till that that top chip falls, and then mm-hmm. it probably will write itself pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh man. Mm-hmm. But so, so, so one <clears throat> one comment on that series before we move on. Um, again, I said that that four five uh, Cleveland New York series has kind of been in place for about a month and a half now and hasn't really changed uh, pretty much locked in at this point. Uh, There are a couple intriguing storylines. One being Donovan Mitchell. uh, The Knicks thought they were going to get him from the Jazz, and then the Cavs kind of snuck in there. And then the the, uh, Jalen Brutson... they thought they were going to be able to team with Brunson with uh, Mitchell, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen. So we have that. Uh, we'll get back to the East in a second, but I, Jason, start. I know, I know you were on uh, the Mavericks. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank is, God. Is there ever, ever been a collapse? I mean, I don't even know if you can. Oh, there have definitely been collapses like this. Yeah, this isn't even that bad. Because I it's, mean, it's, it's just comical to me. <laughs> yes, it is. It absolutely. Did they, is did they lose already? Did they lose tonight? Did they basically fall out? <laughs> yeah, they've that, already I mean, they lost their play-in game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like if they lose tonight and whoever wins tomorrow, they're officially. Oh, if they Oklahoma tonight, City so. wins okay. tomorrow, they're officially. They beat out, the yeah. Kings tonight, so. So they're well. They're only a half a game out of behind Oklahoma City. Yeah, but I wonder who. But I think I remember seeing oh, Oklahoma OKC City has the easier has the tie, schedule. OKC has the tiebreaker. Though, okay, so, so they're a full oh. game out then yeah. in that case. And they're and they've played one less game though, unless they're currently playing. They are. Let me check. Oklahoma and see. City is. 
not playing right now. Okay. OKC plays tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, I can look. Man. I got it right here. Right here. Uh, yeah, Mavs beat the Kings. So, like, yeah, yeah the Mavs Utah tonight. tomorrow. Oh, okay. okay. OKC Utah. Interesting. So, yeah, there's some spice down there. I'd like to see the Mavericks get in, you know, obviously because I picked them. But, like, come on, man. You got Luka and you got Kyrie Irving. And you can't <laughs> you can't even win half your games? Like, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. This shouldn't be happening. And there it is. It's happening. And guess who's going to be on their 29th team next year? Mr. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, the pride of Duke. He's going to have to go change back to Uncle Drew so he can have another oh, new contract God. to be on the teams he's already been on before. Yeah. What happened to that Kyrie Irving? That Kyrie Irving was awesome. Cool Kyrie Irving? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what happened to Uncle Drew Kyrie Irving? I like I that he guy. A, he hit a big shot in game seven and one, and then he's like... Screw it! I'm just gonna do whatever the hell I want now. <laughs> yeah. Ever since enough. then, I don't know what the hell happened. It it kind of seems that way. I mean, he had that one big shot, and then he and then it was like, leave me alone. Got divorced from LeBron, LeBron for everybody. D- really dumb career move on his part. Yeah. Uh, um. All right, going back here, we have uh. The East playoff teams are locked in, it looks like, at this point. Uh, Yeah. The Nets could still fall into the play-in tournament. No, I'm I'm sorry. I was talking about the including the play-in tournament. The top ten are locked in. Oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, Yeah. right. They're all there. They could just jockey in between each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, Uh, That play-in... Miami's at seven, Atlanta's at eight, Toronto's at nine, Chicago is at ten. Mm-hmm. Uh Milwaukee just beat Chicago tonight. Uh Milwaukee's not officially locked into that one seed, but they're gonna get the one. Uh Boston's No, they clinched it tonight. They, yep. they, they the did clinch that, tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, have it, they have it until yeah. they win a championship. So. Okay. Yep, in the finals. I saw the uh, <laughs> I saw the color on the standings change while we were talking. Actually, when must have been when the game ended. Uh, okay. I was like, oh, looks like they just clinched the conference. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we have uh, Boston, Boston, Philly. If uh, seating uh, goes the way of the uh, favorites. Is going to be that second round matchup. So uh, Milwaukee will avoid one of them. Uh, again, that Cleveland uh, New York uh, four five is going to be fun. Uh, Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago. No matter who Milwaukee plays, does anyone, any of those four, scare either of you guys in that first round? Or can we just, I mean, Again, no. anything can happen. I but... mean, kind no. of. Like, not in their current state. Like, the way that they're playing now and, uh, you know, the way the Heat ended up <coughs> home, right around 500, the Bulls just under 500. There's 
those are teams that I thought would be better. And I, if you look at their roster, they should kind of be better. I wouldn't want, I would rather face the Hawks or the Raptors. Because you kind of like, you see the Raptors squad, you see the Hawks squad, and you're like, oh, it looks like a 500 team. Whereas you look at the Heat squad, you're like, yeah, they got Jimmy Butler, man. Like, they, they shouldn't be, you know, 500 squad. You look at the Bulls, hey, you got talent. They got DeMar DeMarrows. Like, they got, I mean, like, in their current iterations, no, nah, none of them scare me. But Hawks who won three in a row, and they got a guy like Trey Young. If if one of those team one of those dudes gets hot, yeah, I mean they could make the Bucks run for six games, maybe push them to a seventh game in the first round. That'd be that'd be sketchy, huh? Bucks gets yeah, pushed I, to seven games against the Bulls or something. Actually, it'd probably be like the Hawks or something like that. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to see that. Right? Nobody wants to see. Well, I mean, no. the rest of the country. I don't wants think we to have anything that. to worry about, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if this is the Miami Heat team from the play-in games, or like the Hawks from three years ago, or the Raptors from five years ago, or the Bulls from '99 or '96 or something, <laughs> sure. But, the Bulls from '96. But I mean, just watching the Bulls play the Bucks tonight, the Bulls are mm. in such shambles. They don't know what's going up or down. I mean, DeMar DeRozan at his first point with like four minutes left in the fourth. That oh, was insane. DeMar DeRozan. That was wow. I, mean, I didn't time... see that. Yeah. yeah. I, I was working, so went... I didn't catch the game. And the last time he went over was in January 2015 at Milwaukee Ooh. in the game. So I'm see, like, there's something, yeah, okay. there's something there that he just. I don't know what's going on, but he, he looked like, like the air up there. He was turning the ball over like things he wouldn't, you know, doesn't do weird shots. It was just uh, really out of character, dumb fouls. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm not really, I'm not really scared of those teams. It's just that next round after that, whenever whatever happens, that's where you know, so you never know. So pl- playing it out a little bit, uh, who would be so. It'd, most likely be the winner of that uh, Cavs uh, Knicks series, correct? If I'm looking at this, <clears throat> that the Bucks yes. would play in the second round, yeah, yeah. Uh, so to me, Cleveland is more scary than New York. Yeah, but... I, I agree with there. I I actually think the Knicks are going to win that series. I there's just something that tells me that. Yeah, I could see that's what I was saying before, man. Like, all they got to yeah. do is steal one of those games from Cleveland. And I trust, yeah, I trust the Knicks to steal one from Cleveland more than I trust the Cavs to steal one in New York. Especially but again, we gotta, later in the series. Yeah. But Julius Randle is hurt right now, still, too. So that's yeah. a big. If that he doesn't sucks. play, they're not winning much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's they need that piece. You know, that, that he needs to a, be up there with Brunson, or else it's that, not that is a big piece. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that's your East. Uh, looking out West. Uh, since the last time we talked to you guys, standings are a little bit more uh, stabilized. Uh, Denver's pretty much locked into that one seed. Memphis is going to get the two. Sacramento is going to be the three. Uh, Phoenix has a hold on that four spot. 
uh, this uh, battle of LA right now that I don't, I haven't seen the score between that the Clippers, Clippers are beating the crap out of Lakers right now in half. I think they're up like are 20, they? okay. I think it's seventy two twenty two or something like that. Or se- sorry, seventy two fifty two. I think we looked, but yeah, Ooh. they're get they're getting pretty much worked at half Ooh. here. Fifty seventy one seventy one fifty two at half. Ooh, yeah, okay, that's, that's bad. Yeah. So, uh, Clippers are probably going to hang on to that six seed. Uh, Lakers are going to be in that playoff along with the Pelicans, uh, Timberwolves, Thunder, and then we'll see if the Mavericks can uh, climb back in there. Um, Den- <sighs> take a look at those. Take a look at their way. The top five teams in the West, their away records. Four out They're of five good. are up. Oh, I know. Sacramento's the only one. What? 20, yeah. Look at the Suns. What? Six games under. Memphis, nine games under. Mm-hmm. Denver, only one. Golden State, that's just, I mean, we've talked about that all year. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, I mean, two, that's another thing. Wow. Not, not really a lot of good road teams in the West. Thank you for like. bringing that up, Ben. Wow. I didn't know, I didn't realize it because until Jason brought it up in the East and I looked mm-hmm. at the West and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That's Warriors not, that's can't, worse. Win, can't even win 10 games away from their Oof. own. <laughs> They're not going to. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Man. They're all old. They really like their houses, like that they got in Oakland. <laughs> like this, we uh, yeah. We just rather can we just like not travel and just like play only. I mean, we'll win. <laughs> they're just like, they're gonna be like gonna the Harlem Hall- Hall- Globetrotters, where they just stay at home and people come to the stadium just to see them play whoever. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we're gonna beat whoever comes here. I bet. I guarantee it. Like when a like when a singer gets like retired and goes to play Vegas and they just work Vegas for casinos. The way Newton, maybe the way Newton's of Mm -hmm. Oakland. (laughs) Exactly. Debbie Reynolds going back. Debbie Reynolds sounds like a hot ticket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, looking at the the top here, uh, Nuggets are one. Who, who okay? Let me let me pose it to this, and I'll start with you, Jason. Who do you trust the most in the West coming out of here? Because it's just we've talked about it all Ooh. year. It's just so combobulated. Who do you trust the most? Oh, that's actually. Thank you for question. asking, Jason. First. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's actually a really good question. I can. Uh, let's let's kind of deduce this, and I'll knock these teams out by reasons not to trust them. I mean, the Nuggets, because I've never seen them do anything in the playoffs. The Grizzlies, I mean, again, they had that hot series against the T-Wolves last year where it was kind of interesting, but, like, I don't know. Is John Morant enough? Is he going to – they're hot right now, eight out of their last ten they they sound pretty strong, but I still they're a young team. The Kings, I don't I don't know. Like, what's up with the Kings, dude? They just win six or seven out of every ten games, all the time. They just they're just solid, super solid. I guess the Kings, the Suns. Like, I feel like I should be more confident in them than they than I am, but. 
they, they had that clunky start. And the way that they ended, they got booted in the playoffs by Dallas last year. Like, I I don't know if I can trust them to do something in the play. Chris Paul just doesn't win championships. He just can't, apparently. So do I have confidence in him? No, I guess I don't. Do I? So, and then, like, the rest are all, like, away teams. But, like, or uh, not away teams, but, like, lower seeds away, you know, in the uh, playoffs. The Lakers, do I think they can keep this up? Not really. Do Clippers? No. You know, just categorically no. Like, the Warriors, I guess, but they can't win (laughs) 10 games on the road. Like, I don't know, man. It's got to be the Grizzlies or the Kings, right? Just by matter of deduction, the Pelicans don't know who's going to be playing it from game and to game. Th- think the... about what you just said. Think about what you just said there for a second, Jason. You trust Sacramento and Memphis? I know, out of right? All these teams. <laughs> and I like I should say Denver, right? Because they always win. They've won their conference the last, you know, however been like top top two or three the last however many years. They've got the most. Uh, cohesive unit as far as I can tell just because they've been together for a while it's consistent basketball but they just don't have the playoff success that they should have had so why would I have confidence in them now show me something I mean I yeah I don't know man it's the Grizzlies I can't pick any of do you want to take a stab at this for us it's the Grizzlies yeah the Kings. I can't pick and that's it's my the Kings. choice. For it's, me, it's the yeah. Kings, and that is it. There's other teams, unfortunately, for me. There's none because the Nuggets, they're not going to win. They, Jamal Murray's never been the same since his injury, and they need Jamal Murray. If they don't have him, they're not winning anything. I don't care who's out there. Jokic throws 50, 30, and 20. They're not winning. They're not going to win the series. <laughs> they need Jamal Murray. Yeah. He puts it up. They're going there. So, unfortunately, that's not going to work. The Grizzlies, again, they need an identity. With all this John Morant crap going on and all mm-hmm. these, you know, Dylan Brooks and all this other stuff that's just off the court stuff that's taken away things, took away eight games from John Morant because of it, that is not going to get them anywhere. This, maybe next year, but I don't feel like they're going to do anything this year, too, because I think they just showed Stephen Adams is hurt, too, you know, another big key piece. I don't know how long he's hurt, but, they, you they know, are, he's out. They are truly missing Stephen Adams. More yeah. I feel like more so off the court than on the court. Either. Oh, yeah. He's the first one that said after all this, like, no one's going out, you know, when we're on the road. No one's, you know, go back to your hotel room, stay in there. Like, just don't even, don't even, you know, go out there and even they, they test don't it. have They don't have a veteran on that team mm. without seeing that. And that's that. what they need. They need to bring in somebody to be like, no, this is how you play basketball on and off the court. You know, this is how you conduct yourself as a man. You know, every, or whatever, as a human being. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> the Kings, again, for me, is the most solid. They've had the, – their roster has been there all year. They, you know, they're pretty much 23-17 home, 25-15 away. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're solid. I, I feel like they're the only solid team because the Suns, I don't know what Kevin Durant's doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if even Durant can bring him to that. I have no idea. Everyone's getting old. All these people are getting old. The Durants, the Pauls, the Warriors, they're all getting old. So, like, it's dwindling down. And, I, I mean, I feel the same way. Chris Paul, wherever he goes, 
is not going to win a championship. And I don't know why, but that's just the way it is. It's like Gary Payton. Wherever Gary Payton went, he didn't win a championship. You know, like, unfortunately, that's just how it is. Um, the, you know, the, the Warriors, we don't need to talk about them. We already did. And the Clippers, Clippers, Lakers, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Thunder, they're all the same for me. They're just, <laughs> they're just, they're just there from six to 10. And I don't care where they all are in six to 10. They're not going to do anything. <laughs> from six, you know, like they're going all sit in that little bubble. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, and, you know, and then again, it's kind of funny because all year we're talking about how disappointing the, the Lakers were, you know, like. And it's the Mavericks are going to be the most disappointing team this year out of everybody. You traded away all those pretty good role players for that helped Luca for or Kyrie, another Luca, basically Jack, another store defense. <laughs> yeah, no, those two can't play defense at all. So now you got two, you know, like two people out there who just want to score and not play defense. So yeah, I just it's very, very, very disappointing um, to see that. You know, it doesn't matter if both of them are playing, one of them's playing, the other playing. The results were all the same. They didn't win. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, they got rid of Brunson. He was the number two. You don't need, like, mm-hmm. a guy like like some of these soup, like, you know, teams, they got their number one guy and they got their number two guy who, like, take a look at the Bucks. Like, you got Giannis, obviously. The number, we have the number six guy. Yeah, when you got Chris Middleton, who's like <laughs> mm-hmm. his number two, and he's like, it's like he could be a number one on any team. He's that good, blah, blah. Yeah, cool. But for a guy like Luca, you don't need your number two guy to be that good. You know, you don't need your number two guy to be Chris Middleton. You can have your number two guy be Jalen Brunson, and that's mm-hmm. perfect. Like he's not Dinwiddie, exactly. He's like, doing great for yeah. Luca in that, in that role. He could just be a guy who gives you Finney fifteen Smith. and could give you thirty if you needed him to. Like that. Vinny Smith was a great defender, and you got rid of him, and then you brought in a guy who doesn't defend. So you're getting rid of all these pieces for a name and a score. Yeah, you know? for for like a prime time, like uh, prime time scorer. And a shooter, when you don't need that, that's not what yeah. works. That's you got the name, much. you got the flash. That's what you went for, really. Which was cool, you, you know. I get for that a day, move. maybe. I guess. Well, I mean, cool. Like, oh, cool. Maybe isn't the right word, but like, I understand that part of it, and that's okay. You can get a guy for his name, whatever. But his game just doesn't play well. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say you've got two Lucas now, but. As far as kind of have two Lucas now, but like in in a sense, in a sense, yeah, you're right. Like that, you have those guys who need that, who who facilitate not just facilitate scoring, but they're just scorers. They're shooters. You have slashers. You have these guys, and then you have scorers, which are a whole different breed of players. And you have two guys who are scorers. Yeah, one's a shooting guard, one's a point guard. Ah. That's that does that makes it work even less. You want to put them both Mm -hmm. on the court? They both Mm -hmm. need to score thirty. You know they're not going to be able to if they're just sitting there trading buckets. Like it's not how that works. 
And if they're trading buckets, that's great. But then at the end of the game, no one knows what this, who's going to shoot it, mm-hmm. and then they lose. How many yeah. of those happen at the oh end where they're God. like passing it back and forth? I'm like, John, somebody shoot it, Luka, and then the time runs out. I'm like, unbelievable. It's supposed <laughs> to be Luca, right? I mean, can be. we can we talk about that it for is a second? Luka. It's supposed yeah, to be Luca. It was his team. <laughs> it was his team, and honestly, mm-hmm. you know, that's if it's me, and some high profile guy gets traded to my team. And it's like, who's shooting? And I'm going to be like, it's my damn team, and I'm shooting the ball. You know, you get me open. You shoot, you pass me open. If, you know, if it, that's, uh, there shouldn't even be a question about it. And it makes me wonder, like, would Luca, is Luca one of those dudes who just needs to be the guy on a team? He's like, is he like a Westbrook type? You know? Is that what Luca is? Is he a Kyrie Irving Westbrook type? Can can he your your question is can he be that alpha dog number one or is his role more of a Oh no 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 I don't mean oh I see what you're saying. No, I'm not saying like he's like a really a sixth man in you know uh, alpha dogs clothing i'm not no 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 not like not like that not like russell westbrook in that sense but in that russell westbrook uh, went like in his prime like now he's not really what he used to be and it's partially because he never learned to shoot the ball but yeah <laughs> um slow down <laughs> jesus christ he Clint, ran the hardest to the rim i've ever seen in my entire life sometimes just gonna kill you and everybody else just that's true it. everybody just dives God. out of his way he's going so he's hard driving right, i'm watching him on tv right now he's driving like a madman okay he stopped i was yeah. right here it is he's gonna snatch somebody right now like but yeah everybody's just diving out of no way no pass yeah but like i guess i'm saying is Luca, one of those dudes who can really only thrive if he's that guy and the only guy. Like I, Russell Westbrook so. was in his time. In, I, I in his so. prime. I see what you're saying there. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, Jason, but you're not winning a championship. No, no, that you way. won't. Yeah, and that's so, been proven. Yeah, no one's ever won a championship on their own. There's always been at least a number two, minimum. Mm-hmm. Going back to my original question, I agree with you guys. I think the Kings are the most steady team. I think this, I do think this Suns team, if Durant is healthy, if everyone is healthy, I think I trust them the most to get out of the West. But that's even with Paul and Aiton. Oh man, that's those are two huge holes still that I feel like. I mean, I mean, not not Paul playing, not obviously that, but his history and then Aiton just not becoming that player he's supposed to be still. But you guys, you guys just spent ten minutes going through it. Who else in the West do you trust? I mean, Sacramento Kings. (laughs) Those because of the because of their health, their consistency. Yeah, the health and their shock. The the health is a big thing. Yeah. You you just said it. Like if Kevin Durant's okay, and if the, yeah. man, that's part of why I don't trust the Suns. Yeah, is Kevin okay. Durant's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Phoenix and win a championship. Oh my ankle! 
No, like, not literally, that's what there. happened. That, like, yeah. like, look, that's literally what happened. <laughs> Those people just bought season tickets for the rest of the year sitting there like, here he comes, he's going to do these yeah. warm-ups, and it just goes down, you're like, oh, my Blam. God, what just happened? Yep, there you go, boy. Uh, yeah. I, How much I, did you put down on the Suns for the championship exactly? Yeah, it's just it's uh it's too many ifs. It, it, that's okay. One one thing I will say about this Western Conference, we've talked about it for a while now. These series are going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like. Absolutely. And then one other thing I wanted to mention, uh, we talked about a couple weeks ago how uh, the Spurs are sitting on the bottom of that uh, West, and I don't remember who said it, but someone brought up the point uh, the other day. I think it might have been Stephen A. Smith brought up the point. What if the Spurs, the Spurs team, falls into – uh, Victor Bauman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From France. I don't yeah. know his name yet either. Fully, so. What if this, this Spurs team falls into him? You're, t- I mean, it's. Well, Pop's not going to be retiring anytime soon. That's for no, sure. No, no, that's for damn sure. I mean, it. To bring up another sport comparison. And I don't even want to do it, but it'd almost be like my Packers with Favre, and then they fall into uh, Rodgers, and then we'll see what happens with Kevin Love. Again, this trade isn't official yet, but what if they fall into this number one pick? You're, you're t- uh, I it's just it's some it's just food uh food for thought and man well the, that lottery you know that's the only thing about the NBA you never know you know yep. it's a it's a crapshoot which is kind of it's, I mean it's fun to watch that part of it but it kind of sucks if you're the team who's like no we're the worst and you're like you get the tenth pick like wait why what because the ball came out my name was on it no like (laughs) you know like it sucks in that way but yeah i mean it would be it'd be crazy if pop got that kid and and just who knows what will happen Ah, that'd be nuts we'll see yeah yeah Again, uh, Sunday, I believe, is the last day of the regular season, and then we have the play-in tournament, and then I believe the uh, playoffs start next Friday, I believe, uh, is the actual start of the NBA playoffs. Uh, Again, this West is going to be a lot of fun. We we don't know what's going to happen. Not. No, 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 no one knows what's going to happen in the West. Uh, the East is a little more settled. I think it's between the Bucks, Celtics, and the Sixers. Um, again, the way it's sitting, the Celtics and Sixers are going to have to play each other. Milwaukee's going to be sitting there, uh, waiting for the winner of that bloodbath. And on paper, again, on paper, but. That's the way it's sitting. Uh, that's the way we see it. 
either of you guys have anything else to add about the NBA? No, that was last a, week of the season. That was a good uh, end of season blast on the NBA there. All right. Yeah, get your Kings gear, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Kings, Kings, Bucks, uh, finals. Yep. Bloody Divac for life. I'm liking it. Chris Weber, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, baby. Yeah, we went over this last time we threw oh, yeah, the whole we starting five. Yep. <laughs> it was and like, we knew it. And three dudes off the bench, too, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so before we sign off, um, Jason, we'll start with you. What are you, what's one or two things you're watching for this weekend? All right. This coming week. So I am going to, I am watching College Disc Golf National Championship. That's going Ooh. on this weekend. Started today. Is that on the uh, Ocho? Uh, that's on the uh, the DSE Ocho, I think, uh, ah. on, the, on the 18th, somewhere ah. down the line. I'm not sure where you can watch this, but you can check the standings on PDGA.com uh, or go to... Uh, collegediscgolf.com and you can find the national links to get to the scores there. But uh, I'll have you know that Wisconsin has three teams in Division One competing in this event. They've got Whitewater, U, uh, UW-Whitewater, UW-Madison, and UW-Stout all have teams playing uh-huh. in the college disc golf national championships this weekend in Marion, North Carolina. So that's what I'll be checking out cool. following as best as I can. Interesting. Okay. Ben, where do you want to, where are you going with us? <clears throat> well, I'm going to stick with baseball again, because again, the Cardinals are coming to town here from Milwaukee. So oh, we do have the Cardinals this weekend, don't we? So, uh, so yeah, three games. I uh, hope we can keep rolling just because one, let's keep it going for just the Brewers' sake, and two, it's the Cardinals. Like <laughs> them and the Cubs can lose every game for Christ's sake. <laughs> but they won't, anyways. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that because baseball. You know, it's just I love it, and it's uh just no means it's gonna get warm again, and we're gonna get the summer as well. So yeah, so many true. so many good things. Yep. What about you, Paulie? All right. I'm looking at, uh, I mentioned it last week, but I'm looking at this uh, Masters tournament. Uh, I think uh, John Rahm, uh, Rory McIlroy, and Scotty Shuffler are the three favorites uh, to take home the green jacket this weekend. It looks like the weather is going to be pretty crummy. Crazy. Again. <laughs> um, Crazy. Yeah. Uh, I Tiger, my one prediction I will make, or two predictions, I guess. I think Rory is going to take take home the title uh, to complete his career Grand Slam, and I do think Tiger is going to make uh, the cut. Those are my two predictions oh, okay. for uh, Masters Sunday, or Masters weekend, I should say. Uh, he didn't make it last year, correct? He missed it. No, he's he's uh, did make it last year. He did. Okay. He he fell apart in the on Saturday. On Saturday, that's what it was. Yeah, he did make it. 
uh, 23 in a row. I think 24 is the record. So he's gearing to tie the record for made cuts. So um, that's what I'm watching. Again, uh, it looks like the weather is going to be pretty crappy down in Augusta. But Yeah, it was like 88 tomorrow, and then on Sunday it's 52. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, that's, crazy. that's that's what I'm watching for. Uh, again, I just I lo- I love watching the Masters. I really do, and it's it's a course that everyone that has ever paid any attention to golf knows very well, and it's uh, it it it's fun to watch. So that's what I'm watching for. Um, and we will have that. We'll have uh your uh we'll be into the playoffs or play in tournament uh when we talk next week i think hockey will be right at the end of the season Mm -hmm. uh we'll have another week of uh baseball in the books um anything else we're watching for that i'm forgetting i mean i know that's a lot of sports for you guys but anything that i'm missing here I think we've all said every single thing yep every literally every single sports topic (laughs) On planet um, Earth, we just yep. discussed. Well, it. relevant in the United States, we didn't get. That's really, we didn't get any cricket or. Oh, well, I, mean, <laughs> we we can. Can. I mean, we can. You guys got time? All right. Can someone name one team that plays a rugby? You know, uh, the, the Jackrabbits. <laughs> oh, you're probably right. I mean, we, we, even, we, even have it, we, we even had a little uh, pick a pick a ball discussion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that is out of the, that's out of left field. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're divi- diversifying, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, next time we'll give you a call number, and you guys can call in and tell us to talk about any of your favorite sports. Just let <laughs> oh, <us know>. yeah. <laughs> uh, one sport we did not mention, fortunately, and that we'll not be able to ignore. The big bad wolf on the block uh, for too much longer, but the NFL draft is coming up in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. We'll be, we'll have a preview of that, and then uh, obviously a review of what happens there. We still got some quarterbacks that are out there uh, floating around. Uh, again, we'll have more on that when it happens. But the NFL just can't uh, can't stay away, can it? Nope, it's, it's a 24-7, 365 sport now. <laughs> it has been for some time, actually. Like, they just they just push, man. They just push. You know, we have a problem when Odell Beckham Jr. leads SportsCenter on somewhere he might go play football, and they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, and LSU won the national championship. Yeah, like, Whoa, right. Whoa, really? Holy cow. That you guys should lead with, and you shouldn't even talk about the other <laughs> yeah. What the hell is going on? Yeah. So, yes ridiculous oh man yes so uh we got all the sports for you guys uh it is april it is this in october uh two best sports uh months on the calendar so we have we'll have lots of sports to talk about with you guys next week and uh uh, Jason, sign us off for us. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. 
We hoped you like talking with sports with us. We certainly love talking sports with you. Check us out on our social media, Twitter and Facebook. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Take care, everyone. <laughs>